All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Random Combo Podcast. I'm pretty excited about this episode. Um, today, I have on a, a tick, some TikTokers again um, that I've been following for quite some time now, and their content is basically paranormal. Um, their name is Seeking Paranormal. Um, I got a hold of them about a, you know two weeks ago, maybe maybe three. And uh, they responded quick, and uh, they were down for, you know, doing an episode with me. And uh, I've always wanted to do something along the lines of the paranormal, um, as mentioned one of my previous episodes, and to actually get, like, creators that actually, you know, this is what they do as far as their content is pretty cool. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I split it up in two pieces because... Um, we just had a, a good conversation, um, so, you know, please uh, hang with me, and some stuff ends up happening um, that we were like, what the hell, um, as we were, you know, conversating, so, you know, stay tuned for that, I don't remember if it was in this part that I'm about to put in, in the first part, or if it was in the second, but just, you know, hear, hear what I have to say in regards to um, the background noise that you hear the entire time, but, uh, hope you guys enjoy it, and, you know, look at, follow, look and follow, or, I'm sorry, follow them on Instagram, um, TikTok, and YouTube, and, uh, you know, well, enjoy, guys. Welcome to an episode of the Random Combo Podcast, for everybody listening, um, I have Susan and Tori, right? Yes, my wife is here as well. That's why we're so, hoping it was gonna we can speakers so she can hear, we can hear everybody. Um, but yeah, so they have their TikTok YouTube page. Um, it's called Singing Paranormal. Um, for you guys that follow me, um, you guys know that I'm a big paranormal guy. I love all that stuff. And when I came about their page on TikTok, I was like, hell yeah, some good content. So I reached out to them, and uh, here we are now. So a little. Uh, you guys mind giving me a little introduction or giving the listeners out there an introduction of uh, you guys' page and whatnot? Okay, a little introduction to us. Pretty much, I don't know the right terminology for it. I guess we're a couple that's a little bit haunted, and we pretty much want to share our experiences with everybody to not necessarily be fearful of the dead, but more accepting and embracing of it. Mm-hmm. Just with uh, spirits. Mm-hmm. Now, um, what made you guys decide to like start this? Uh, how do you call it? Like this TikTok endeavor in YouTube? Was it just seeing stuff on YouTube? Or this TikTok uh, was basically booming in social media. No, or actually, we've been doing uh, YouTube for a long time—about two and a half years. But unfortunately, it's very difficult to get recognized. To you know what I mean? To be even seen on there. So we just decided to try a, def- a different little venture, a little venue, if you may. Yeah, yeah. I get you. No, I get you. Same, it's the same thing with the, like, the podcast. Well, my, well, especially with me. I'm like, I'm an up-and-coming podcaster, you know. Um, my fan base is solely on the West Coast. Oh. But, you know, just like, every, just like everything else, it takes time to, yeah. you know, to get recognized and grow your fan base and whatnot. Um, now... I, uh, I've been following you guys and, um, I've been seeing that, like, uh, like you mentioned that you've had it for your YouTube for a while. Um, and I've been seeing a lot of your guys' old videos and whatnot. Um, but you guys post obviously more stuff on TikTok because it's more easier and 
the videos are shorter and uh i guess it's, it's just easier for people to just look through your stuff real quick Julian, and scan over to your youtube page now um have you guys always had like um i guess a collection of like haunted things the haunted items actually started about two years ago. Um, it started with Annabelle. Okay. And then after that, that um, Santi was considered a duende. We just thought he was a troll. We thought uh -huh. he was cute looking. But when the gentleman was very elaborate in how to take care of them, we kind of got the feeling that there was a little bit more to it. So that was kind of a surprise for both of us. Yeah. And we, um, when he started moving, that's <laughs> kind of when we were like, okay, well, I guess he is a little bit haunted. I guess, you know, there is something going on with him. Uh, from him, we got Mickey. Um, and we just, we, yeah, it just kind of went from there. It's, uh, I kind of, I guess in a way, like, I, I, I feel bad because a lot of people don't want them. The, they're like, oh, I don't, I don't want this doll here. It creeps me out or something. And, you know, to me, I feel like oh, this is just, it's just this lost spirit who is just being thrown out now. And, and it's, I'd rather us kind of take care of him, give them, a, uh, give them a home, uh, yeah. than just being thrown in the garbage somewhere. You know? Yeah. Well, I want, I want to say this to you guys. You guys have like some cajones because I, I'm a like. I'm a wuss when it comes to anything that even looks creepy. You know, growing up, my family, you know, my, my, my family would always, uh, you know, haunt me with, like, La Llorona, the Cucuy. So anything oh, yeah. that was, um, that even resembled anything, like, demonic or unholy was just obviously given a bad name. So whenever I saw you guys, it was like, hell no. Like, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I would never do that. Just, hell no. That's too crazy for me. But... Um, yeah, like, I've I seen your collection. You guys have, like, the unicorn, the, what's that, the Furby, the Annabelle doll, and then uh, the new doll you guys have. Yeah, um, we just got the, the porcelain one. one. Yeah, Amelia. Amelia. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, and then, okay, so, like, and I've also been seeing a lot of your posts on TikTok in regards to um, cameras. Like, I've been seeing people commenting on stuff saying, like, you know, why don't you guys get a, a camera and stuff like that. Like, yeah, like, People don't understand these things are expensive. Like exactly, yeah. especially, especially uh, the ones that are like provide that option to live stream. Like mm -hmm. that's even more because you got to pay subscription and, and whatnot. Want, yeah, and they want high quality, you know, footage, which I get. But that's what we were trying to explain to them. At first, it was like we were responding in a kind way. You know what? We're just saving for them. But when they were more persistent and more persistent, you want us to believe this BS. But you know, but you're not willing to provide proof. Well, one, we didn't come on here to get justification we yeah. know what we have we were simply sharing these things with you you know what i mean but when they're asking yeah, exactly. for specific items they want to, us to get ring they want us to have it 24 7 well with all that it, it, it entails money and they don't understand that that right now jobs are, are a little bit scarce yeah. you know and we oh, have, yeah. oh especially yeah. yeah we have to be a little bit cautious so we can easily go get it but what if tomorrow my wife loses her job then yeah, exactly. yeah we have a nice stuff to record but we're not going to have an income you know what i mean exactly mm -hmm. yeah. so now did both of you guys when you guys growing up did you guys have a i guess how do you say it were you guys fascinated by the paranormal or did it, did it start to happen as you guys got older 
for for always been interested in the paranormal i everything else seems dull to me like my my passion is the paranormal i've always been drawn to it anything creepy anything odd um i love i'm the like at my job um i'm in law enforcement and when they when things happen at my job i'm the first one they call like and at 3 a.m like i'm kind of wandering around the facility and i'm you know, in, in areas that are haunted in that place. Um, I'm usually the one, I'm the one that they call and be like, uh, we just seen this and I'm always the first one. I'm the only one who will go in with all these, with all these people that I work with. I'm the only one I'll go into this, this place by myself just to see what, what they, you know, what's going on there. Yeah, exactly. Check out the, the car or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, for me, I love it. Like, and, you know, I'll be like, all right, let's go. No, no. I turned around and everyone's still at the door. They're like looking in, but there I am. I'm going yeah. myself. But for me, I've always, I've always been into it. it. It was the same thing for me. Like, it's not fascination. I knew that there was something different within myself. Like, I, I knew I dreamt things and I knew little things that would happen even before they happened. So I knew it was something already, with, you know, inside of me. Um, yeah. then I voices and I would tell my parents and I would, t- especially my dad, my dad was very embracing, you know, when it came to that, but my mom was always like, Oh no, you're, it's an imaginary thing. You just want attention. And it kind of made me feel guilty for the things I would tell her. So I started kind of pushing it to the side. And finally, when I was like a teenager, I realized, you know what, it's, it sounds louder and louder and louder in my head. And my dreams were becoming a little bit more vivid. And so at that point, I, I, I said to myself, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to push it aside anymore. I just, I'm just me. And ever since then, yeah. I've been pretty much, you know, listening to the messages and my dreams, I pay attention and that's what I've been doing since then. Okay. So what would you guys say um, has been the most, I guess, how would I say it? The one incident or occurrence that happened that like, Obviously, you guys, most of you guys have had this um, liking for paranormal stuff since you guys were little. But what was the one thing that was like, hey, you know, like, I believe it. Because of this, I'm a believer, you know. What was the one, I guess, life-changing experience? Mm, For me, I think it was the fact that I had those dreams. I had a dream in in specific, oh, this specific time where I had, it was like pretty much I could see my brother getting into a car accident. And I remember I woke, woke up crying. So I immediately called my brother. I begged him not to drive that day. He didn't listen. He still went driving. And later on that evening, he's like, oh, my God, guess what? I was just in a car accident. And he goes, you just, you, he, he pretty much said, me echaste la sal. And that's pretty much, yeah. like, he cursed me. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I tried to prevent it. You just didn't listen. But at that point, I realized, okay, there's, there's obviously something telling me. There's, there must be some sort of like a, uh, what is that like a like, what, like an angel telling me yeah. these things? Like uh huh, like a guardian angel of sorts. And so I figured, okay, we can't be the only ones here. There's dimensions, and that's how I knew that there's more to life than just this. And you, yeah, as far as I can. I mean, for myself, I mean, I I don't have the the abilities that that my wife does. Like for me, I can I've seen full full body apparitions. I I see a lot of shadows and. I do hear some things, but not all the time. My my wife has 
wow. You could be with her. And like, I guess when I first got with her, I was like, Jesus, she's, it's creepy. <laughs> some, of the yeah. that would, some of the things that would go on. Yeah. But for me, I think it was, um, when my, when my dad passed, when my dad passed away, um, I started seeing him everywhere, everywhere. And I first I thought, you know, it's like, well, maybe it's just because uh, I've missed him, you know, and, and I was maybe visualizing it. But when he started coming to me in my dreams and it's, it's, it's very odd because in my dream, it's like he's looking straight at me. It was not like your normal dream where things, you know, you go on and you just go on with your dream. But he was looking at me like, I'm here. I'm here. You see me. You really see me. And in my mind, I'm like, but you're dead. But you're dead. You're not yeah. here. And I think that was when it really, really clicked for me because it hit home. Any other time I would just see things or, or, or whatever, hear things. And I was like, wow, that, that's pretty cool. But I guess at that, that point, it, it really hit hard for me that it's there's more, to, there's that, more yeah. to it. You know, yeah, there's more to it. Just you're living your life and when you die, you know to me that was like wow he's he's still there he's still checking up on us you know validation yeah exactly cool now does your fat like what does your family have to say about all this like do they tell you guys like oh you guys are crazy or you know um, or or are they supportive in that sense or are they just like old school or just like no you know you mess with that you're messing with like god and the devil and you know don't go down that route or whatnot Mm, i think for me um I think because I've always been very um, verbal concerning the things I see, the, the, the things I dream, things I feel, um, my family aren't very shocked about it. They've always known that I had a gift. Um, I honestly believe that it stems from my mother, but my mother is just the type of person that doesn't want to discuss it, doesn't want to talk about it. But I've known her. I remember as a child, she was very intuitive. And so obviously I got it from somewhere, but she's not very open to discussing it okay Okay. Uh, and and for me um growing up my mom always told us uh stories ghost stories um so like i didn't have your your normal bedtime stories i had stories about when they were growing up and what they would see um a lot of my my family uh they do see them a lot of them want to pretend they don't see them uh most of them are scared, but they do a little strange because I'm... You embrace it. I embrace it, yeah, because I feel like, why be scared? You know, this is... It just, to me, it shows that there's something else besides just, you know, this. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, they do think I'm a little weird for it, and but they um, they support it. They support us. All my family is uh, subscribed. They may not watch all of them because they're chickens, but they are subscribed to our YouTube and, and um, yeah. Well, that's good. Okay. Yeah, because uh, there's like, I mean, I'm pretty, I don't know if you guys ever heard the saying like, um, in Spanish, it's just like, uh, the is, or uh, the saying is, there's a. I used to work at a cemetery. Um, what is it called? Right before I joined the military, um, and my, but my mom's been working there for like the last 11, 12 years, 10 years, uh-huh. and uh. Before before I, I I went to that job, I used to work at in retail and uh, in Costco and uh, they would always ask she would always ask me like hey like there's an opening like do you want to come work over here I was like how like I'm I'm scared like I'm a sissy like I <laughs> I like looking into stuff like that but like whenever 
it's me in, I guess, in that area where all that stuff happens. Like, now nah, I'm good. But she'd be like, why? Are, like, you should be more scared of the living than the dead. Like, exactly. the dead aren't going to do stuff to you. And then that's always stuck with me. Like, but I mean, even then, I'm still a sissy. So, um, <laughs> so in relation to, um, what is it called? The job, you know, especially like, so I used to go in at six in the morning. Well, that, that's when we used to clock in. So, but I'd get there like at 530 and um, the security guards at this, uh, the cemetery, like they obviously pull overnight shifts because it's a pretty well-known cemetery. Um, a lot of celebrities are buried there. Like, you know, what's it called? Walt Disney, Michael Jackson. Oh, wow. Um, a lot, a lot of you, you, you name a big celebrity, they're probably buried there. <laughs> Anyways, so this, the security's there 24 7. So one morning, um, you know, we were in the change room. Um, we turned our radios on before we're about to go clock in just to get our stuff ready. And we hear like an alarm go off. Like, and all the, all the radios are all synced together. So they're controlled by the main, I guess, hub. And at the, at the, uh, at the other park, the main park. So there's multiple parks throughout California, and uh, the main one is the one that has a security and run out. So I guess there was a, a security breach that happened, and uh, the main security is calling our park security and like, hey, like, do you guys have a door that's open in the main building? Which in the main building is where they have the morgue. Um, what else? The morgue, the flower shop, and the you know like the, the family viewing areas. And uh, so. The headquarters security calls our security over. like, hey, like, you guys have a, a breach in the door. Um, you know, I need you guys to go check it out. So, and um, I, I used to work with a lot of, like, a lot of older gentlemen, a lot of old Mexican guys. So they all understood English, but simple, like, questions. Not, like, you know, sentences that, like, are, I guess, um, what is it called? Like, they could hold the basic conversation, but they wouldn't get, like, a specific questions you know okay. so they're all asking me like what are they saying and i'm like oh they're saying that there's a, a door that's open in the, in the main building and they're just they're all looking at me they're all like shaking their heads and they're like oh it's a you know it's a ghost and i was just like nah i mean there's i'm pretty sure there's somebody there and they're like nah like the only people in the whole park is the security and us and the only people in the main building is nobody because um the people from the lobby haven't got they don't go into work until like eight so we're, i was like i was like what the fuck so <laughs> Whatever, I guess the security guards went to go check, and lo and behold, there was nothing there, and the doors were all closed, and they're like, um, like, hey, like, there's nothing here, and they're like, are you sure? Because our alarms are tripped, and like this company had had like invested like hundreds of thousands of dollars in like this high tech security, and they're like, yeah, this this is not like, on our end it's showing it's open, you know, but obviously in your end it's showing that there's nothing there, yeah, and. Um, so I don't know, like a lot, of, a lot of crazy stuff like that happens. So I can just imagine some of the stories that you have, just you know, getting a call like, "Hey, like go to this section," you know, um, something's over there. And then when you get there, there's nothing there, but like you see a shadow, you hear a noise, and you're just like, "What the hell?" Like, yeah, uh, I would, I would probably quit, honestly. <laughs> no, I got it. I had one call because um, I, 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 I'll say I work corrections, and I had a. Uh, I had a call. They called me specific, specifically for this, and they said, "You know, hey, um, there's a buzzer that keeps going on inside this dorm because each individual individual cell has a buzzer to to contact uh, the control unit." And I'm they're like, "I'm like, but nobody's in there. They all went to they all went to work." 
And they're like, it keeps going off. So we went in there. Well, I went in there because no one else will go. I went in there. It's empty. But this this bell that you have to push it keeps going off. Mm-hmm. And nobody's in there. And it's the only one that does it. And it's and it's done it on different shifts. Because I work the night shift. And it's, it's done it on different shifts when nobody is in there. So, I mean, it's 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 just stuff like that. It does. It happens. It happens. Yeah. And is it like, um, you said it's the only room that does that? Or is it only in that In that dorm, yes. In that oh, sure. dorm. Um, but there's there's the uh, people that have seen things. They, they just, they don't want to talk about it because I guess if they talk about it, it makes it real. But more, yeah, more people, gonna, it's yeah. It's going to resurface, basically. Exactly. And, but more yeah. people have seen it. They'll, or they'll come to me and they'll, they're like, can I talk to you? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, I seen this. And I'm like, and I'll verify, yeah, I've seen it before. So they're like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like, the, it does happen. I, you know. Yeah. And I get you. Like, I'm the same way. Like, so my wife, when uh, we were back in LA and we were um, with my parents, like, we would always, when I used to work at Costco, like, we would always have like little bonfires with my friends in my backyard. Right? So I remember one time we were having a bonfire and uh, um, the kids were in our bedroom. They're watching TV. They're like, you know, when they watch TV, they end up knocking out, whatever. So we're having a good time in the backyard. And uh, my wife and I are facing the house. And, like, my friends are all surrounded with the bonfire pit, whatever. And they have their backs to the wall, to the house. And we have, we're looking directly at, like, you know, the door just in case one of my daughters, like, you know, I'm hungry or something. So we're talking. It was probably, like, already, like, 1 or 2 in the morning. And um, we started talking about, like, just, you know, creepy shit. And uh, as we're talking, like, um, my friend, my friend's, you know, he's, he's saying stuff. And we see, like, a dark figure go from left to right. And left being the kitchen, right going into the our room. Like, me and my wife both see, like, obviously, we were, like, we were both, like, uh, facing my friend. But, like you know, through your peripherals or, you know, the, you know, just when something catches your eye, especially a movement, like you can, you, 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 uh, your eyes basically focus on that. So as that happened, like I saw a figure, like go to the, you know, from the kitchen to the room, I guess my wife had seen it too. And we both like instantaneously just looked at each other <laughs> and we got up and we, we ran into the room and like, we got our kids out. Cause we were just like, what the hell? Yeah. So that night we never talked about it. Like, and then like, the next a couple of days after, like she was, she was like telling me, like, oh yeah, like I see. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I'll see like a dark figure at the foot of my bed. I'm like, you know what? Just shut up. Like, <laughs> you see something, like don't say anything. Like I don't want to hear it. Like, cause I don't like I said, like I'm a sissy when it comes to shit like that. But I, I love like looking into shit like that. Like it just it intrigues me. Like it's it's you know it's one of those things that people don't believe it until it happens to them. And once it does happen to them, they they want to like find out more or you know just they'll stick with it for the rest of their lives but um and i also saw um your video um correct me if i'm sorry if i mess up there's names but susan is the one that works in law enforcement yes mm-hmm. okay so yeah susan i saw your video about the uh when you got pushed yes yeah i was like what the hell like that's kind of scary like at that point that's already like because I was watching, um, you know, and I hate to reference movies, especially because, you know, how movies, they just exaggerate on everything. But they have some, I guess, some truth to stuff like that. But, like, Paranormal Activity. Yes. The first one. When they're like, you know, don't play with spirits, you know. Um, 
obviously, whenever it starts manifesting to stuff like pushing you and stuff like that, that that's a demon. So, was that an area um, that was known to have activity or something, or was it just? Well, this this was back. Um, this was some years before I even had met my wife. I was work. I was. Uh, I'm from California, and I okay. was working security overnight. And it was a like a gated community. And we would see stuff, you know, you would see shops. Sometimes the gates would open by themselves and close and you're waiting for, I mean, and these are the gates that they have to trigger. Like, a, you know, a vehicle would have to hit that trigger and it would open it for them to go out. And sometimes yeah. you'd, be, you'd be sitting there, I would sit in there in the guard check and then I wouldn't see any lights, but the, the gate would open and the gate would close. Uh, and I would look out the window like, okay, like, that just happened or we hear knocks like somebody like it's really weird because in it had two lakes on the side so you had to go up mm-hmm. these long driveways to go out and i would hear knock like it was like bam, bam, bam. and then i'd get up and like what the hell it'd be like i worked overnight so it'd be like two or three o'clock in the morning and i'd open the door and i'd look around and it's limited space that you can walk up you'd pretty much have to walk up that long road and I would look, and there would, wouldn't be anybody. Okay, and I'd close the door, go sit down. Bam, bam, bam. It would do it again. In threes. Yeah, it would just keep doing it. So we would have those kind of things, but it never felt, I never felt like I, I, I was in danger, you know? And yeah. there used to be this little shortcut area that we would go through, uh, and it was to get to the guard shack to cross over the lakes, right? And yeah. yeah, and I was about, to, I stopped, and I was, and I put my, my phone in my pocket, and I was about to cross, and I, it just felt like, I mean, it was so hard that my head flew back. That's how hard I was pushed. Like, it just, it pushed the hell out of me, and lucky, I, somehow I was able to, I wore glasses, so somehow I was able to block my face because there's these mm-hmm. big boulders around there and i ended up hitting my head cracking my head open on one of those boulders Shit. yeah it was um, it was bad where is that in california if you don't mind me asking oh uh, i was in fresno oh okay 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 so, so it was a little i guess like farming area or uh, old industrial area yeah we're more agriculture out there but yeah yeah yeah, that, that's 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 creepy. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, my um, my my wife, my wife, well, my my mom, she has like some stories too about like um, you know, stuff that she's when she first started working at the cemetery because uh, her built where where she works at, um, because we're from Los Angeles, so um, the building that she works in, it's the main building. It's a you know, um, she works in the flower shop area or in the flower shop. So sometimes she would whenever she first started, she would go in early. And uh, whenever there was a an early, I guess, what do you call it, a funeral service, you know, the floors. So I have to take the, you know, the coronas, the the flower coronas, where they oh, have yeah. like a, it's like a circle. She would have to take that, you know, as being the new the new person. She have to take them to the room. And sometimes, uh, well, not sometimes, but most of the time, the you know the the seating is in there. So she would have to go into the room where the person's at, like. And it'll just be her and the person, you know, <laughs> nobody else in the building. And uh, she would tell me, like, yeah, I'll hear stuff. Like, like she'll be the only one on that floor. Um, and, like, she'll hear footsteps running behind her. And it'll be like, yeah, yeah like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. 
And like when I see you guys' videos, when I was see you guys, when I see you guys' videos, I'm like, these girls have some balls on them because <laughs> I don't know. And then like when I see when I saw you guys have kids, I was like, those kids are way more brave than I am because. Oh yeah, our daughter you- is not scared. She's like the first one to be like, "Mom, please let me be on the video." I'm like, "Baby, I can't. I can't." People like to, you know, put their nose where it doesn't belong. Um, yeah. They're the first one to throw insults and and start talking about our parenting and you know, instead of having. No, that- I'll just be like, "Why would you put your exactly. kid in that situation?" Yeah. Exactly. But like I said, so just because I'm a sensitive, that doesn't mean I have a right to have a child. Like, regardless, she's gonna see, she's gonna experience it because. The ghosts are always here. It doesn't matter if we have dolls or if we don't. The the hauntings continue regardless. And, oh, yeah. and people don't get that. But our daughter, she loves it. Like every single time we're about to go to bed, the first thing she says is she says goodnight to all the haunted dolls. See you tomorrow. Um, you know, and she's always like, Can I speak to them? Can I use that machine? She knows what it is, yeah. and she knows that they're spirits because that machine that we use, the necrophonics, has uh-huh. specifically said her name. My daughter doesn't have a, a very common name, so the fact that her her it was said on there is mind blowing. Yep. So real quick for everybody that's listening out there, um, if you guys don't know what these uh, spirit boxes and uh, this app does, basically, it uh it has it has to do with like a bunch of of uh, radio frequencies, and for it to pinpoint words. And if you're one of those people that's like, oh, um, you know, it doesn't make any sense scientifically, like. How can it uh, spill out words that are so, I guess, how do you say it, so unique to the situation that they're in, that people are in? Mm-hmm. Like, just, it, it doesn't make sense. I mean, exactly. it doesn't, but it's, and like, the possibilities are just, okay, so what are the odds of it doing it? Like, you know, like, it's, it's running through hundreds of radio waves, and mm-hmm. if right, you choose that word, that's how that, that's how this thing works. So, just so everybody knows what it is. Um, but, yeah, so. Um, now I saw you, I saw that you guys uh, are going to go to the Conjuring House. Now are you guys going to go to the actual farmhouse or that's to the? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's going to be uh, one of those things that we're we're excited, but we're very nervous about. Well, yeah, <laughs> we we know wow. we know what happened there, so it's like I think that's what makes it. Yeah, happen. we're like yes, and then we're like, oh, <laughs> there's a demon. <laughs> yeah. Now. Are you guys um? Are you guys avid YouTubers? Like, do you guys follow any YouTubers or? Um, one of the people that we we admire tremendously. I don't know about you, but it's, oh my gosh, yeah, we, we watch him. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I was watching. I I've seen some of his videos, but um, every time I watch like the videos that um, you know, some of his videos, my kids always come to the room and I'm like, I don't want you guys to watch this because then you guys are gonna be like, Dad, I can't sleep, and I'm just like, okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> um. The reason why I say, you know, do you guys watch on YouTube? Because there's this, there's this YouTuber. I don't know if you guys are familiar. His name is, uh, or his channel name is, um, Exploring with Josh. Oh, yeah. Exploring with Josh. He's mentioning him to us. Yeah, I don't know I've who he it. is. Yeah. So, Exploring with Josh, he's this, uh, this, um, once he's in his mid-20s, he goes around the world. He loves exploring abandoned places, right? So he, you know, mentions it and, you know, a lot of videos on his social media that, you know, he doesn't believe in, because uh, everyone always asks him, like, are you ever scared of going to these abandoned places, you know, because some of his captions are like, oh, old abandoned, you know, like creepy house, like, but his intentions are not to show the creepiness of the house, it's just to, to show that, it, that it's abandoned and how time has taken its toll on the building, whatever. So he was a skeptic, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I asked you guys about 
you know, this is because he, I want to say maybe two or three months ago, he went and visited the country house. And he came out of there a believer. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you guys never seen that. I don't. We don't even know. We, a lot of people mention him, and I'm like, hmm, maybe we should check, check him, him out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Check check out his video, like, because his like, you, I'm, just just check it out, because he's like, dude, like I didn't I didn't believe it, and then like his friend, like get they both ha- have experience. Um, I'm sorry, not experience. They uh they feel stuff like physically like, and they're just like, yeah, I used to be a skeptic, and so now he's trying to do more, I guess, like paranormal videos. Wow. Like, he has another one. Yeah, just because of that experience alone, that's why I'm asking. Like, but yeah, that place, like, you couldn't pay me enough money to go there. <laughs> and we're excited. Exactly. We're excited. We also have another one that we're excited about. It's within our hometown, and I'm not sure. Okay. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of them. Um, Ghost Adventures. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to go. They went to actually visit the the Desoto Hotel here in El Paso, and mm-hmm. um, they spoke about how haunted it was, and that it was off the hook, and it really left them speechless and we were able to, you know, our, the person who, who kind of works for us, her, she's PR or whatever, but she's who set up the appointment for that. So, I mean, we're, that's another one that's pretty yeah. up there with the, with the conjuring that we're looking forward to. But at the same time, I'm like, Oh, I'm a sensitive. So I can only imagine what possibly tries to attach itself to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to get blessed um, prior and after. <laughs> that's what I was going to ask you guys too. Um, in regards to your guys's, uh, you know, your physical, um, like your dolls and stuff, do you guys bless them or like do you guys sage them or is yes. there anything you guys do? Yeah, we sage them. You sage them? Okay, yeah, yeah I would say like, um, yeah, that's crazy. Mm, that's, that's, that's cool though. Like, are you guys gonna stay at the pre- at the property over there for the conjuring house or is it gonna be like? I think it's just an, an like I'm not. Sure. They call it like an overnight thing, but I think uh, it's like oh, you're, okay. yeah, you're you're there for a few hours. You do whatever you yeah. Need, yeah. You lead into the morning, basically. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I suggest you guys check out that one guy um, explained by Josh's video because I'm telling you, like, or a- anybody in general that's listening to this, like, that guy literally does like he said it multiple times in a lot of his videos. If you're a fan of his, like, you, you guys know that he does not believe in it. And then after that, um, what do you call it? That experience, like, he's like, yeah, like it's 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 true. Like we've experienced him, like. Yeah. So mm-hmm. makes you believe him. Yeah, exactly. So and and I and I think it's crazy because like back in the day, and I when I said back in the day because I was born in the nineties, so not too far. <laughs> but anyways, you know, over the years, a lot of stuff that was considered like taboo, so to speak, like to not talk about, like especially talking about like spirits and paranormal, like seemed crazy. But now that more thing, more stuff is coming to light in regards to like having actual footage, you know, more experience. People are starting to believe it. So a lot of stuff that sounded crazy, let's say maybe 15 years ago, like is now starting to sound normal. Like like the UFOs. Like I'm pretty sure you guys see those videos about the government. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> my wife hates uh she hates anything with the aliens. How he feels about paranormal is how I feel about aliens. Oh, yeah. What do you mean like I'm I'm petrified. She that's that's her one fear is is uh aliens. Oh really? Yeah. But oh, for me, I, I find it I, I find it fascinating. I think it's because I have just an open mind. I mean, I feel like, well, you know what? I, I, I see spirits. I, why not? You know, why why shouldn't there be something else out there? No, I know they, they're there. I just feel like you just don't. You just don't want to see them. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah, you just don't want to mess with it. Like you just yeah. like, you stay in your lane, I'll stay in mine. Exactly. Yeah, no, I get you. Exactly. 
Now, in some of your videos, I think the most, or I want to say maybe it was like over the weekend, um, I saw that Susan was out and about, and Tori, you were alone, and uh, there was like some stuff happening inside the house, like the door stuff slam. was falling. Yeah, the door slam. Oh. Now, is that property where you guys stay at? Like, was there a, because I, you know, I used to live in apartments too, so I knew that, you know, a lot of times, it could just be anything, screw it, any property. Could have a you know just bad, bad juju basically. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys do you guys have any um or have you guys known of any like bad stuff that's happened in that conflict? Well, when we first first um moved in, we were barely getting situated. I was in the bathroom, I was putting things up, and then out of the blue, I heard in my ear, and I was just like, "Wait a minute, what the heck was that?" So I immediately told my wife, you know, she's like, "Well, are you kidding me? Are you serious?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Finally, I think within a week or two, she finally experienced what I felt. But I never, it's weird. Like, I'm not scared of them, but I do get uneasy with them, depending on their energy. Um, the, the one in the, in the bathroom in our, the main, main bedroom, um, for some reason, I'm very uneasy. I won't use it. I won't take a shower in that one. I even moved my stuff out, and now I'm in the hall in the, the, I guess, the guest bathroom, because I refuse to use that bathroom. Something about it, it gives you that. Mm, that really weird feeling um but oddly enough we did kind of like look into the build what did you say you found that there was uh there was a death here um uh it was a little girl that they uh and it was they actually had taken the parents they already had they had arrested the parents and they went to court and everything but they were trying to that the little girl accidentally fell down the stairs but yeah she was pushed but she was apparently pushed down the stairs Allegedly. Was that yeah, like, allegedly. Like in the nineties, eighties or uh it, no, it was I think it had to be in the nineties because it wasn't that it wasn't that long ago. Okay. Yeah. Because that was the first thing when we started hearing things. Um I was I, like, you know what hear a child. Yeah. Like, you would hear uh it's weird. We we hear footsteps and they come you know, you have to come from a hallway and I always think, Oh, here's my here's my daughter. She's trying to she's trying to sneak and see what we're doing because she's she's real nosy. <laughs> so I always think it's her. And like uh, one time, I was waiting. I I was like I hear her, and I got up like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust her. I'm gonna catch you. I'm gonna bust her right now, and because she's supposed to be in bed, and I come, I walk. There's nobody there, but I hear the little footsteps walking. It stops. And you went to go check up on her. Yeah, and I went to check, and she's asleep. So I was like, okay, well, and then the toys, my toy, and because I'm a toy collector, and a lot of the toys that I have, they're they they start facing a different direction, and so I know how I have my, you know, what I mean, my stuff, and it's always turned in opposite direction, or like the certain stuffed animals are on the floor, like you could tell that a child has been. Yeah. Right now that you guys mentioned children, so a little uh, little side story here for everybody listening out there too. When I used to work at the cemetery. Um, I was put in a, I guess, a different, I say it. So I, I got put, during the summer, what happens is they get a lot of these uh, tents from the temp agency to um, cut around the, the, the moral tablet because if you guys, if you guys have been to cemeteries where there's only like those, uh, those metal plaques on the floor, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. When the grass grows, it usually and it's not it's not upkept. You know, there's no maintenance on there. It over it grows over the the plaque itself. So 
what the park, what the maintenance department does is they'll literally trim the whole entire park, you know, thousands of, of plaques, you know. So they have their own their own little temp crew, and um, what happens is whenever you go to a you know a loved one site, and granted, you know, people are gonna leave you know mementos there, like you know, like pictures, whatever, right? So where the little kids are buried at usually the spot that has the most things so you'll have like teddy bears like little cars you know little uh fidget spinners whatever yeah and um so one year um what are they called they were they were cutting in that area and whenever you do cut around that area you have to like move, move the stuff out the plaque so I mean, you know because when you have a weed here it's gonna it, sometimes it could, it could it could um cut the the teddy bears or break whatever's there you know just because it's so powerful um, and sometimes, you know, well, you're supposed to put the stuff back, but sometimes if it's like a little car, some of these like tents will take the stuff, you know? Yeah. Because there's stuff that's allowed and not allowed on the cemetery, and whatever's not allowed, we'll take, we'll put it in the truck and we'll take it back to our maintenance yard, and the family will, will get notified so they can come and claim it later. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I guess there was this tent that, you know, he was a, uh, he took like, you know, like a little, like two or three little toy cars, right, for his son. Um, so it turns out this guy, uh, took it over the weekend and happened to get on a Friday and the Monday morning, the next Monday morning, he came in like he, when he was about to like punch, do his little, um, what is it called? When you punch in, basically, uh-huh. we saw that he had, a uh, these, like he had cars in his hand and we're like, what are you doing? He's like, and he was, he was, uh, he was like, I think it was a Salvadoran guy and he told us like in Spanish, he's like, man, I took these because these were extra. And we're gonna bring them here to the yard. I took them, and my son was all happy playing with them. And uh, I guess one of them was battery operated, but it didn't have batteries in it. And he said that his son was playing with them, and he left it in the living room. And he said that in the middle of the night, that the toys started moving, like the little cars started rolling around. The car that was battery operated started going off and on, and it would follow his son. It would like bang on the kid's door, and the kid got freaked out, and the dad didn't believe it. And then I guess that Sunday night, the dad, see, the, you know, the man saw it for himself, and he got freaked out, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm taking this back." <laughs> you know, so and we're like, and then like after that, like my uh, my supervisor was just like, "You know what? First of all, don't take nothing from uh from uh what is it called? You know, from here because obviously that's like stealing. Never. But second, second of all, like a lot of these things have like sentimental value and they could potentially have spirits attached to them, so he took something don't, home don't with them. Do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he took something home with them. So, yeah, exactly, it was attached. So, um, that usually that, that always scared me. Like, god damn, like you know, like. But after a while, I was just like, eh, whatever. Like, you get used to it, but then you don't really, because you know, <laughs> in the back of the head, in the back of my head, like I would always be on the lookout. Like, you know, granted, I was never, um, I was always outdoors. So thank God I never had to like be indoors by myself um, because I probably would have had a heart attack there. Because <laughs> like a lot of a lot of the people there have experienced stuff. Like it's probably, like I, I was probably like the youngest guy there, and a lot of the older guys, a lot of the older Mexican guys, were like whenever they'd go help out the, the other departments that worked inside, like they would tell me stuff. Like yeah, we'd uh, we'd go in through the employee entrance and use the employee uh, elevator, and it's a double door, um, or double door as in it has two openings that they'll press the wrong button and you'll end up in the morgue and it's just like what oh, the hell shit. like so yeah yeah <laughs> but i don't know um 
do you guys plan on like I mean obviously with time and everything, um, exploring more places or are you guys just going to local spots first and then um, spots that people recommend to you or or how do you guys go about like exploring spots? Actually, we're gonna be we're gonna start exploring elsewhere from outside of our hometown. We've been contacted okay. by a few families um, concerning their haunted homes, and they pretty much want answers and for us to go in and help them. So, um, starting in August, we're gonna start you know traveling outside of which is pretty fascinating, and we're looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. It's it's more with my work schedule. I I have a crappy ass schedule, so. I work 12 hour shifts, but it's out of town. So it's like more, my days are like 13, 14 hour days. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I have to really put in for the vacation and stuff like that, but I'm hoping that, that soon at some point I can possibly just full-time do, full -time this, do this full-time so we can just go. Cause there's so much stuff out there that we want to investigate and it just, it sucks because I'm like, oh, I can't, you know, there's overtime. I, I mandatory overtime. I can't get away right now, you know, yeah. being, you know, at this, we don't, we didn't have the, the, we won't lose our jobs. Our, we, we are the essential workers, you know, being in corrections. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we have to go. We don't, we don't get the, and at certain times, if it gets to the point where they're like, hey, no, we're, we're blocking out. There's no vacations for anybody. So, and we're stuck. You know, because it's more of a private uh, company that that owns it. So if they say, you know what, hey, we need we need the manpower, we don't have a choice. It's either that or you know we just leave the. Yeah, job. no, I, I I'm in I'm in the military, so I know what you mean by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that that's that's pretty cool. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, how was that uh situation with I want to say her name's Corey, her house and all that stuff. Uh, I saw you guys uploaded. Mm -hmm. We update. I just made the video. I think the day before yesterday. Um, I'm currently editing it, and it should be in the next few days. But good. But we brought explained to everybody firsthand. You know what she's going through and the things that she's changed in her life to kind of be a little bit more positive within her her situation. Yeah, because I saw that video. You can just see like she's terrified. Like, mm -hmm. oh my god. Damn, like whatever is there is just draining her. Like it, it latched yeah. on really good. Yeah, yeah because I, um, she was like shaking, I believe, in one of the videos you guys have, like as you guys walk through the door. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what we try to tell her. She, it feeds off her fear. Mm -hmm. It feeds off of it. And I tried to, you know, I tried to, off camera. We're just talking to her. It's like you, you have to. We have to try and find a way for you to coexist with them because if not, like it's it's whatever's there is is latching and it's gonna keep on because the more you're scared it's like feeding it it loves it yeah exactly yeah. that's crazy yeah. um here's a question that i had written down for you guys um this is more on the i guess like the corny side but what in your guys's like opinion is the most i want to say realistic but gets pretty much 100 percent of the the realities of the paranormal in regards to movies. I'm so sorry, I couldn't hear you. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so like, in regards to movies, what movie, in your guys' opinion, um, basically is the explains or shows, you know, what 
like these experiences are like you know in regards to situations you know like stuff moving or you know just overall how paranormal experiences are i honestly think in my opinion i would have to say original amityville yeah i would say that too. because the we've we've experienced the flies mm-hmm. we've been experienced the smell um the the voices up at three o'clock in the morning that's pretty much on point of of what i've seen you know or what i've experienced so i don't know i would think yeah I would think stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah because it's it is a lot of like in that movie they would uh you would turn around like like the part where she would see something moving in the kitchen mm-hmm. like out of the corner like that's how it is it's, it's out of the peripheral like is you very rarely do you see it dead on exactly it's always something yeah. that just like, like even in like even in our house, like the wife, I'm like something just ran from our room into the other mm-hmm. room, and that's how it is because I'll be watching TV and it's just like, and and that movie you I think mm-hmm. is is pretty much on point with that, and on also the fact of like how they had that money and then the money was completely gone. Oh. That happens around here all the yeah. time, where it's just like I know I left it there and it's completely. Oh, you it, you you don't even know how many times that. I would put something down and then I'd go back for it. Like my wedding ring. I put my wedding ring down oh, to, yeah, to get ready for work. And then when I went back into the bathroom, it was gone. It was freaking gone. And we tried the house of fire. Yeah. I looked everywhere. I, I went to work. I had to go to work with, I, I was like, I can't stay. I got to go. And come out to find out the next day. Like I had to ask for it. I was just like, okay, please. It was all fun. Okay, haha. You know, you're hiding stuff. Can I have that back? And sure enough, in about another day or two, it there it is, back in the same spot that no, it was. What about when it was embedded in your in your um, hair palm, like your your hair thing? Your oh yeah. Cito. Yeah, it's it, it depending on the spirit, it plays a lot of tricks. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. I've 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 it found in uh, my hair pod. <laughs> I opened up my thing and it was pushed in there embedded in there and you you don't see it there's no fingerprint it's just pushed in there so it was like Damn. that's how you found it because you were going to put it in your mm-hmm. hair <laughs> and, but we would have we things like that would happen all the time mm-hmm. all the time we put something down it's missing exactly. it would, we have to ask for it like okay please bring it back it was you cute know? it was, yeah. cute, it was funny haha like see that happens to me too all the time in my house but it's usually my wife that moves the stuff you know? <laughs> But no, I mean, you're that, hoping it's, like, it's your probably, wife. Yeah, no. If that happens here and my wife's like, I didn't move it, then that's probably what I'm gonna do. Hell <laughs> Mary's, or you know, I'm like, no. Um, now when you're talking about the Amityville Horror, is that like the one that came out in the early 2000s, or is there oh, another no, one that I'm not? The one in the 70s, the original Amityville. Oh, that's right, that's right, because there was a book written about yeah, it, and yeah. then there was a movie. Yeah, okay, see, you were born in the well, 90s. We're, uh, we're a little bit, I'm a little bit older than that one. Um, so are you guys a fan of the Conjuring movies? Since you guys are going to, like, the... We're a fan of horror movies. Oh, yes, <laughs> in general. Like, we love horror movies. Okay. Now, did you guys, um, contact the owners of the house, or...? Uh, the, our PR did. She's the one oh, who okay. set everything okay. up for us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. And what, what is, what, in terms of equipment, what are you guys taking, like, besides your cameras... Um, uh, well, there's there's a lot of things that I want to get before 
we actually do that because like I said, I'm going to have to, it's a um, major like investigation. Make sure, yeah. I'm going to make sure I have my vacation so I can take more time because it is, you it's know, in Rhode Island. So. It's, it's a little far away from Texas. So um, I have to make sure that I have my, um, my vac- uh, vacation set, but I want to get one of those REM pods. Yeah. I want one of those EMF recorders and, and we have, well, by that time we'll have a, you want the Our, blue bear. You want the blue bear. Oh yeah, I want to. They have this thing out now. It's um, it's it's like it's called the blue bear, but there's another one. It has an EMF thing and it interacts with the spirit. Like it'll actually like it's appealing to children. Yeah, ask it a question or something. You know what I mean? So I want something like that too. Like there's there's so many things. Have, mm-hmm. have you guys ever heard of that? Um, I forget what it's called, but it's like that. Uh. It's a child's toy. It's made by Hasbro, but it's basically like a box. I think it's called the Boppet. That like, I, and I've seen quite some, like quite quite a little bit of videos of like uh, paranormal researchers. They'll take like one of those Boppet things and they'll they'll just leave it. They'll leave it like in a room or whatever, and they'll just be like, hey, like they'll put a camera on it, and all of a sudden it'll start like you know going off. Oh wow, on its own. That's kind of cool. I've never is. thought of doing that, but. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's what we're thinking. Like, getting, we're, we're gonna, we need to get some trigger objects. Mm-hmm. I know that there's been child spirit reported or something. And but yeah, there's there's a few things that we would like to get some more cameras, the GoPro or something, something that we could keep on it, just so we can have that one area covered mm-hmm. at all times. Um, have you guys ever thought about going to? Uh, like the Navajo Nation in regards to like skinwalkers and stuff like that or oh I haven't I but pe- you know there it's not it's it's where somebody asked us about that too on on TikTok I think right mm-hmm. I think it was TikTok they had brought up skinwalker um but no we haven't even thought of that but now that's interesting I'm that, that we want to do a whole like <laughs> that, that jar that we want all our ideas in there and just oh, start yeah. picking it um I think it's interesting that's why we get a lot of the feedback from our, our viewers because that's you know it, it, they come up with ideas that we've never even thought of and i think that's pretty amazing huh just start yeah. tackling is, especially skinwalkers that's oh that's no, a I, whole nother level like no but i'm saying yeah, I say that, that's oh yeah, yeah yeah no 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 like it, people complained that i got scared with me thinking that there was a burglar coming in this house they're gonna see another level of fear in my eyes if i see one <laughs> <laughs> Right, like that's that's no, that's yeah. not uh, no way. Um, I know I like I, I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved. You ever watch that? No. So there's a. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever heard of BuzzFeed, but they're like these uh these uh what do you call it? It's it's a basically it's a bunch of hipsters that run a YouTube channel that's they become pretty successful. Anyways, these two guys they started um like this unsolved thing where. They'll do like true crime, paranormal, and I forget the other one. But the paranormal, or they're all the same. They're the same two guys. But there's one that's a skeptic, and there's one that's like, like me. We love the paranormal stuff, but we're 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 little we're little bitches. Like we'll fucking get scared and we'll scream at the top of our lungs. But uh, he's they've done a couple episodes, and there was one of uh, I don't know if it's in Texas. I want to say it is the Goatman's Bridge. That's what yeah. we want. Yeah, that's yeah, it's near San Antonio. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, you, you guys been there already, or no? That's where that's I want to go. One of the places that we go down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what about the? I know there's a spot in Texas where it's like um, these 
railroad tracks that kind of like if you put a uh, like baby powder on the back of your car and you leave your car in neutral. Like, yeah, that's Gravity Hill. And then like you'll you'll cross the tracks or whatever, and there'll be like little handprints on the back of your car. 